The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. What's up, guys? It's the phenomenal AJ Styles. You're listening to the two-man power trip. Hey, Johnny. Cool, man. What's going on? We ready to go or what? Fucking... Welcome to the two-man power trip of wrestling. I am your host, JP John Paz. And this week on Who Is, we'll be focusing on who is the best actor. That is wrestler turned actor. They can make some appearances. They can make some cameos. They can make some starring roles. Whatever it is, it's a wrestler that became an actor in some way, shape, or form. And of course, joining me is the second man in the booth, Mr. J himself, the doctor, Dr. Michael Jargo. What's going on, Jargo? You know, I think I just changed my list because of your prerequisites, Pause. Clearly, Sergeant Slaughter is number one due to his voice acting in G.I. Joe. We can all go home. Right? Can we can we just agree on that? Like, it's Sergeant Slaughter. You know what? He was on my list for it. So yeah. There you go. There you that go. is an all that is an awesome movie. That is an awesome role. When he shows up, come on. The movie takes an awesome turn. I mean, it was great anyway, but when he shows up, epic. He did a interview with Bruce Mitchell and Wade Keller um, probably two, three years ago now. Must have been three years ago because it was before COVID. Um, but he was up at the uh, the real Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame, the Thagos Thes Hall of Fame in Waterloo, Iowa. And they sat down and did a long-form interview with Sergeant Slaughter. And he actually goes on to talk about how he was actually making more money from Mattel than he was making from the WWF at the time. Look at that. See, whenever a guy can do that and kind of show Vince like, hey, like I can make more money over here. Like you got to take notice because that's pretty crazy. It's like we, we need this guy back in the worst way. He's making or generating all this money without us. He doesn't need us. Crazy. Well, and like. We were kids at the time, right? So I, we were like, wow, Sergeant Slaughter's like one of the biggest stars in the world, you know? And then as you grow older as a pro wrestling fan, it's like, eh, he was a G.I. joke. Like, come on. Like, it wasn't that big of a deal. And now as I'm getting older again, it's like, holy shit, that really was that big of a deal. It's, it's kind of crazy to look back historically. And really, when you start looking at the money and the profits, that's why he didn't want to turn heel. Because he was making so much money off freaking Mattel. It is crazy with like even going into Hasbro and LJN, like just you know whatever yeah. toy line is. It's crazy how much money generates from that. But Slaughter today, Comic Cons. I mean, you want to hit like your bread and butter. 
you got TV icon, cartoons, G.I. Joe fandom, which is huge, and wrestling, and then you mix it together. He's like the perfect Comic-Con guy. Do you know who the number one selling performer of action figures is of all time? Like G.I. Joe? Why? Like and it could be anything. No, like like pro wrestler. Like who who has sold the most pro wrestling action figures of any wrestler of all time? It's gotta be Hogan by far, no? Rey Mysterio. Really? How is that? Because you get a different costume with every mask. Interesting. He, so he was in like every run. Oh, okay. I could see that. Man, and it's funny because I I know we've talked about this a while back. It's like who was the most crowded autograph signing? And man. I was at one with Mysterio. They literally had to shut down the, the bottom stage of the whole entire mall because yeah. it was just nuts. And obviously this was in his prime WWE years, but still it was nuts. These people were crazy for Rey Mysterio. I loved it. It was really cool. And Vince has been trying to recapture that market basically since Mysterio left his prime so much so that he had to bring Mysterio and his kid back in yep. order to recapture that market. I, I don't think that's one of those things that we as wrestling fans think of inside of the demographics down to that level but that is a huge market for the wwe and they have to have somebody to fill it look at all of the latino latin x superstars that they have shuffled in and out over the course of even just the last like five years it's insane trying to recapture that market that's why Mysterio is almost underrated in a certain weird aspect. I know we're going completely off topic, but the fact that, okay, they try to do it with Del Rio, try to do it with Sin Cara, obviously Mystico too, and then the other Sin Cara. Then you try to do it with Andrade. Then you try it with Angel Guard. I mean, they've just been trying and trying and trying. It's not that easy to find a Rey Mysterio. Well, well let's start there because I, I don't have any of them on my list, but I, footnote first, there are luchadors over the course of the years in Mexico that were huge yep. acting stars over the course of the years. I mean, El Santo might be everybody on this freaking list. Right. And then even in like modern times, now if you look about it 30 years ago, but Conan was huge in yeah. soap operas and, and different shows and movies and stuff. And he did a lot of acting gigs and TV commercials. Vampiro is another one. Mm -hmm. Not that they would rank high on my list, but you got to think like, wow, cultural impact. Was when you get into crazy. that Telemundo stuff, man. Yeah. Big business. You bet. Crazy. So, of course, like if you start this list, you have to start with Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock. I think that's the first name that comes to mind. You almost think like, OK, it's got to be a slam dunk. No, Rock. But then I was actually thinking about it. and I was like, you know what? What's like his memorable role or memorable character? I hate the Fast and the Furious movies. I think they all suck. Um, he obviously was a huge part of recreating the magic and, and making a ton of money with those movies. I understand what they are, just action films that just go crazy balls off the wall of crap, but right. there's not no interest in that. And I know that they did a spinoff with him and he made even more money on that movie. And he's done so many of these other roles. I mean, I remember the rundown. I like that movie. It's good. The Scorpion King, it, you know, it is what it is uh, when he's in the mummy returns. It's really two lines or whatever. Akuma Shente and whatever else. And then it's, he's a, a drawing or whatever you call it. CGI, the rest of the film. But I'm just trying to think, I know he's the number one movie star. I know he makes so much movie. I know Jumanji and, jungle cruise and all these other movies just that none of them really appealed to me as much and i know he, he's a great actor and i know rampage and and the other movie when he's in a, was a skyscraper or whatever but is he really the best See, actor and i think his best movie is the tooth fairy 
I mean, like, seriously, he shows more range in that movie than he shows in any of his action films that I've ever seen. Like, is it the movie with the little girl? Yeah, with the curly and, hair. Yeah, he plays a girl? hockey player. Okay, have you seen that girl lately? Uh, I don't think so. Oh my god! Unless she's she grew like, up she... to see, be somebody, and I just didn't, never realized it was her. You know, she. If I'm thinking of the right movie, it's this girl Madison Pettis, and she's got to be in her mid twenties now. But whoa, like supermodel, basically. You know, like I've, I've probably millions of Instagram followers or whatever. I mean, right. she's she's like a stunner. If you looked at like, wow, that horrible movie, and like, well, that's that girl now. Oh my god. Well, and I think the Fast and the Furious thing is what really pushes it over the top. And I think that's it's important to note as we kind of go through these lists, there's so much of it that is personal taste and what kind of movies that you like, you know. So it's really hard to come up with a definitive number one, but I think I did. Think about Rock's acting. Do you like his acting? Because he's a good, like for a wrestler, he's excellent. And when he would do wrestling acting in wrestling it was like okay this guy's a you can tell he's a notch above the other guys who are like pretending and playing and like no this guy is his real character his real self he plays the rock very well he could do that obviously he's unbelievable i i love him as an actor to, to a certain extent but is he a good actor as in the acting like the actual physical role of the acting well, I mean, I, the biggest thing for me with Dwayne is he's an action movie star, right? And I mean, like, you can say a lot of things that are great about Arnold Schwarzenegger, that he was a great actor, may not be one of them, but he was a great, like, action movie star. And th there's a real difference there, right? Yeah. I would like to see him do something more serious. And, and that's probably why I like the Tooth Fairy. Because it's just, it's so different than what you're used to seeing him do. And he was really, really good at it, you know? So, I mean, and even the voice acting, like Moana was fantastic. Right. He was great in that, but, you know, you're not actually seeing him. I would like to see him do something that's more like ballers, but like on the big screen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, see, I like ballers. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't know. It's just I'm trying to think of some of the movies that I watched that were like entertaining, good, but just not like, oh, man, I'm going to watch that over and over again. Good. Like, right. for instance, you mentioned Schwarzenegger. My God, how many times have you seen T2, The Running Man, Total Recall? I mean, I've watched his movies over and over. I love Schwarzenegger. I think he's the best. Obviously, it's a different kind of acting. He's doing action films. He's not like really, you know, this great cinematic actor. He's not uh, Marlon Brando or something like that, obviously. Well, Segway. How about one of his co-stars, Jesse the Body Ventura? That's exactly what I wanted to mention next because he's had some memorable roles and was in The Running Man and another awesome Arnold movie. He's awesome in The Predator. Yeah. So I Jesse, to me, he's got to be listed for sure. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got him on the list. I don't necessarily have him high. Ironically enough, I have him right behind Hogan, you know, where he's kind of been his entire career, which is just funny to me. Yes. I didn't even realize that until right now, but that's freaking hilarious. Same here. I had Hogan listed above Jesse, even though uh, Jesse's been in some awesome movies. Think about the Hulkster and, you know, oh, he's he's not a great actor. I mean, he is Hulk, so it's almost hard to put him in a role. He's almost right. bigger than, like, it's weird. He's such a icon. He's almost bigger than anything you can kind of put him in, and that's why sometimes him in certain movies don't work or don't jive. Like, Gremlins 2 is great because he's literally Hulk Hogan in a cameo doing whatever. Right. 
he fit into Thunderlips. I thought it was great because he's playing a wrestler. It's even, it's a Hulkster being a heel. It's like the Incredible Hulk Hogan, but it's Thunderlips. That and and it's so memorable. Everyone kind of knows him as Thunderlips, and he's but a I, heel. You know, like heel, it's yeah. like a different side of Hogan that was. But it was cool to see it, even if it wasn't in a WWF kind of context. Because Love let's face Hulk. it, people didn't go back and watch the early AWA stuff, right? The Hulkster was great in No Holds Barred, even though you may disagree. I mean, I'll, I'll give it to you. I mean, just just off of its staying power and the success of the movie, regardless, like I, I'm not a big fan of the movie, mostly because of Hogan. But I mean, I, I can't question it either. You know, hey, made money. That's all that matters. Exactly. It made a lot of money over a lot of years. It's kind of got that like cult classic kind of thing going for yeah. it now. What about Suburban Commando? Yeah, I mean, we are so far out of like my movie <laughs> genres and like this whole topic, right? Like, perfect example, right? You've seen the movie The Wrestler, right? Yes, not the best, which is funny, not the best movie of that year. And it's funny because everyone says, and I have the poster over here too. I love that movie. I think it's awesome. My favorite movie that year, I don't know if you can guess it. I have no idea. Gran Torino came out the same year. I actually uh, like Gran Torino better, even though I thought they're both awesome. I know I felt I was like, man, Gran Torino was epic, okay. like movie of the year to me. But anyway, continue. I'm sorry. Prime example. You, you, shout out to Ernest Miller, right? You got Ernest on your list. Yes. Right. Yes. Of course. Right. I hate that freaking movie. What? I, absolutely. And here's why I'm watching that movie and I'm like, oh, my God, will something please happen? Please, God, will something just happen? You know what? This feels like a freaking Darren Aronofsky movie. That's how goddamn slow it is. And sure enough, it is a Darren Aronofsky movie. I I cannot stand the way that guy makes movies. I just, Every single movie that he has ever made, I just hate it. What other movie besides Black Swan? I'm trying to think of. Uh, Requiem for a Dream. Was oh, that's him? Like, that was like the first thing that like oh. really broke him. And it's just like, that is like six hours of my life that I'm never going to get back. That's how long that freaking movie feels to me. The ending of Black Swan is the same exact ending to The Wrestler, which is kind of strange. Right. Did he not realize that when he put that out there? Does he care? He's an artiste, Paz. He's an artiste. I hate that open-ended nonsense. Oh, just awful don't I just, get me started on the ending of the sopranos i mean just jesus yeah well there you go yeah going down um, that path pause we're going down that path what uh movie genre do you like i like serious movies right like i i i watch serious movies and not in bad boys too of course because it's one of the greatest movies ever made and over yeah, bad boys one really oh yeah it's right. one of the it's one of the rare instances where the sequel is actually better than the original i've got to go down this road now pause i've got to go down this road we've got to talk about the zebra kid the zebra do you know the zebra kid pause he what movie is he in Lenny Montana was the zebra kid. Godfather one, Godfather two. Luca Brasi himself was a pro wrestler for 20 years before he made oh the God. Godfather. Get out of here. 20 years. How come I never knew that? That's, That's crazy. number one. 
He is number one. You make the freaking the first movie you ever make in your freaking life is The Godfather, dude. You now win. I, now I am confused. Jesus, I didn't know that. Lenny Montana, the Zebra Kid. I mean, go, this is going back to like you know the fifties. Even though he did wrestle into the seventies, even as his Hollywood career was starting to take off. But I mean, like you're talking about like tagging with guys like Gorilla Monsoon or he was supposed to tag with Gorilla Monsoon. It's crazy to read through this guy's bio, man. I was like, holy shit. Wow, Luca Press, that is him. Holy crap. I don't know why. Never even... Never knew it. Never no. knew it. But that guy, he wins. He wins. Oh, my God. Montana, <laughs> Luca Brasi. I mean, dude, what a resume that guy has. Insane. I had no idea that he was a professional wrestler until today. Wow, damn. We might have to stop. We might have to stop. No, we gotta we gotta <laughs> keep going. We gotta move around. So you like serious movies. We mentioned uh Hogan, obviously. Let's talk about a very serious movie. I believe it was the nineteen eighty seven movie of the year, very serious. You can apply it to real life right now. They live Rowdy Roddy Piper. Is he the greatest actor? He probably had the best film, starred in the film, right? Of of anybody. And he, he's definitely got the most memorable line, right? I mean, I've come to kick ass and shoot bubblegum and I'm all out of bubblegum. Like, how many different ways and different incarnations have you heard that line recited? And it's Roddy Roddy Piper. And, I mean, you want to talk about the cult movie classic. That was a cult movie classic when it was released. Yeah. It's insane. And that too, it's like, okay, Piper's retiring. He's after WrestleMania three, he's leaving. Let's see what happens. Oh, he just creates the number one movie in, in America and the number one right. movie in the world. So Vince is like, okay, yeah, this guy's coming back very soon. We're definitely going to bring him back. <laughs> it's just are, funny to look at. It's like the guy was successful without you. You want him back. Are you a fan of Sonny? Yes. His character on Sonny was freaking fantastic too. That's true. Yes. Those episodes when you get fat Roddy Roddy Piper sitting at the freaking bar, it's just, it's so believable. It's so good. What about when he sung that song, I'm Your Man? Did you like that? <laughs> no. No. Do you remember that awesome WCW skit where they bring it back and they play it? Well, are you familiar with his, his daughter? Yeah, Teal. Yep. Yeah, okay. So I, I, I interviewed Teal. God, that had to be like two, three years ago at this point. And there's like recordings of like, I guess Piper would like sing around the house all the time. Really? Wow. Cool. Yeah. He was like Mr. Music Man. And that's how kind of how she developed the love for music and breaking into the music business and whatnot. But yeah, I guess he was quite the musical uh, guy around the house. Nice. Do you remember that WCW part where they paused on your man and you, and you see something on the Hollywood Bowl? Him versus Hulk Hogan. Interesting. Interesting. Love that. Um, but they live when I thought was thinking like who what yeah, like wrestler I mean, was in the best movie. It's like, damn, it might have to be they live. Piper might have done it. Although somebody else I was thinking of was in a couple good cult classics. I think you know who I'm kind of getting to, but Piper, I mean, I, I'm hard pressed to think that he's not number one just because of they live. And I know he's done other stuff, Hell Comes to Frogtown, which a lot of people hate, but you know, it's pretty entertaining. But I mean he's done a bunch of stuff. Well, well, here, I'll, I'll give you my taste when it comes to Wrestlers versus Zombies, I believe he's a star of. Oh, yeah. With Shane Douglas, isn't there as well? 
and this is a one that to me it's the greatest wrestling movie ever made right and it's a japanese movie because you know i'm all into like foreign art films and shit. yeah you are no no i'm not uh hiroshi tanahashi stars and my dad is a heel wrestler alongside of ryusuke Takuchi and togi makabe and kazuchika okada it, it's a fantastic cast they're all new japan guys and tanahashi plays el kakaroch right he plays the fallen ace of this company go figure who has basically turned heel and put himself under a cockroach mask but of course Kay do you know japanese i don't, you don't need to know you don't need to know japanese to actually get that that's how good the freaking movie is like wow. i i'm seriously advocating for this movie right <laughs> now right but his his kid figures out that his dad is a heel wrestler and he doesn't know how to tell his friends and it's like this whole but there, and there's like a moral to the movie and the moral yeah. is boo the bad guys right you don't cheer the bad guys you boo the bad guys if you want to cheer the bad guys and it's like this whole struggle between good and evil and kids getting bullied in school and the the dynamic between father and son it's fantastic pause i'm telling you my dad is a heel wrestler starring hiroshi tanahashi and Taguchi's fantastic in the movie. Didn't think you were going there. I thought you might be going somewhere else. Kajimoto? No. I was thinking maybe Terry Funk. Ah, uh, yes. yes. He was in Over the Top. Right? Yeah. What the hell is that other awesome Patrick Swayze? Point Break? I mean, Terry Funk, he's got to be considered. And he was one of the first guys. And it's funny because I talked to him about this not that long ago, maybe like three months ago or so, back when everyone was saying he was so, uh, like, gone, senile and gone. I was like, that's funny. I had an interview with him, literally went a half hour. He was remembering stuff from, like, 1990, like it was was yesterday. So I was like, that's funny. He seemed okay. And he was laughing that people thought his memory and everything was bad. He was saying, like anybody else who's 78, like some good days, some bad days. I feel like Terry Funk being in a retirement home is a rib on the retirement community. Like he's going to play senile Terry Funk and just like run around (laughs) in his underwear and beat people with cookie sheets. Like that sounds like a good way to be Terry Funk when you're 78. But he was saying that he wanted to be an actor because of the insurance. He says, once you get the SAG card, you get the insurance for life. So he was so smart, so ahead of the game. He said he was trying to convince wrestlers for years. Getting to acting and stuff, because you're independent contractors, they'll give you insurance. Like, he was thinking outside Mm -hmm. the box. And, and yes, he was thinking after his career, but he was also thinking, all right, I'm going to go back, but I'm going to be under SAG insurance because I'm going to act too. So crazy uh, crazy like a fox is the definite expression for him that fits perfectly. But I thought he was a great actor. Huh, that's really, really interesting. And as, as you're saying that, is he the first one that crossed over that way? I mean, I'm I'm, I'm having a hard time remembering anybody prior to that. I don't remember. I don't recall. Because I know, right, there was a bunch of, like, random, random appearances, like random moves. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was the first to do that. I, I'm guessing he seemed like he was the first one to come out and kind of say, hey, you know, get your SAG card. Hey, good way to get your insurance. Hmm. It's interesting. That's really interesting when you consider Hogan's career and how early he would have had that. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Uh, are you a big fan of the movie Body Slam with the Tonga Kid? 
Not really. Damn it. Not Dirk really. Benedict? No. Damn. No. Damn. Didn't do a whole lot for me. I mean, I've got him on the list because, let's be honest, this one was kind of a slim pickings list for me. You wow. Know? My I mean, list I, is pretty long. Well, I feel like pro wrestlers, there, there there's a, a select few that really make a great run at being a serious actor. And then there's a lot of guys who just did like bit parts here and there. You know what I mean? And I just yep. went, I, I, I just went with the guys who really tried to cross over more so, which I guess we're seeing more in a modern context than we ever did when we were kids. What about Andre the Giant, though? He, Princess Bride. He did oh, some acting. Andre, absolutely top five. I mean, Princess Bride is one of the most beloved movies of all freaking time. And a big part of that is Andre. And it crossed him over to another audience that everybody tuned in to see Andre. You know, I mean, everybody knew who Andre the Giant was. And Princess Bride was a big part of that. No doubt about it. Just thinking like, okay, so Piper's in a great movie. Everybody remembers. Obviously, Hogan was, Ventura was, Andre was. And it wouldn't be till many years later but this guy was the number one movie in the world and would become the number one movie of all time. It's been beaten a bunch since then. But the Macho Man Randy Savage in Spider-Man, a nice role there, a nice five-minute role or so plus, which is a lot for you know a bit character for a nice little cameo. And obviously, you know, I think he was the, a voice actor in Bolt and just random movies. And right. he did a bunch of stuff. But, I mean, when everyone saw him as Bonesaw in Spider-Man, that raised some eyebrows, like, oh my god, macho man. Like, and he's playing a wrestler. Like, wow, that's awesome. You're going nowhere. I mean, like, it's just the 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 whole bone saw thing. It was so great to see Randy at that point in his career. Is that like the, the last like good appearance that you remember of Macho Man? I, yeah, I think it is for, sure. for me, you know, even though he did some TNA stuff after that. But yeah, I, I love the whole bone saw thing. I think the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans get a really, really bad rep and uh, you wouldn't have the MCU that you have now if it wasn't for those movies. And I mean, that's like the opening scene, right? Like as soon as he becomes the freaking Spider-Man, he's in there with bone saw trying to get paid with his generic costume. And yeah, that whole scene is just fantastic. I got you for five minutes. Great. Love that. Uh, and then he beats is... the crap out of Spider-Man because Spider-Man doesn't know what he's doing yet. See, that's pretty awesome. So you, you think of like, okay, who's been in like big movies and who's like a huge name? So I was thinking, it's like, okay, I love the Expendables and Steve Austin played one of the main villains. And obviously he was in many other movies besides that. It kind of smaller roles and here and there. And didn't really take off as much in the acting as you think, but he's another one of those guys like, shit, that's Steve Austin. How could you not think Steve Austin when you see him? So, I, he definitely came to mind, and I love him in The Expendables and a couple other movies that he starred in, but you know, nothing huge. There wasn't like a, a big moneymaker or a big draw as him as an actor. And I know he was in Nash Bridges, which was a popular uh, TV show for a while on CBS. When I watch a show and it has a famous actor in it, wrestler or not, right? One of the things that that actor has to do for a good performance is get me to suspend my disbelief, Right. Like if, if I like, and that's the problem with Nick Cage, no matter what I watch Nicholas Cage in, he's Nicholas freaking cage. 
I don't feel like I'm watching the character that he's playing. I'm watching Nicolas Cage. And I I feel like professional wrestlers really kind of have that stigma to them. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin, perfect example. Like no matter what you see him in, that's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep. And I feel feel like it holds professional wrestlers back. And it's just because they're so overexposed on television, really. But I mean, do, do you have an actor like that? Where you're just like, every time I see it, like David Boreanaz, right? Every time I see him, he's freaking angel. He will always <laughs> be angel to me, even though he's done Bones and now he's doing SWAT. And he, he's had great runs on other TV shows. Can't watch him and take him seriously. He's a freaking vampire. There definitely is. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, but there definitely is. And there's definitely that syndrome, especially with wrestlers. Like my God, like they just are wrestlers. Like you don't you don't think of them in acting roles. But then this guy came along a couple of years ago and I was floored. I was shocked. Not that he had much to say, but just his presence and his acting ability. You're gonna be shocked at this one. And he almost might top my list because I think he's the best actor that that was a wrestler. Dave Batista. Shockingly. I've got him in my top four. Um, I'm I'm really really high on Batista. Too. Yeah, he's a good actor, and he he said too because somebody said, "Did you want to be in a movie with Cena and The Rock?" And he said, "No," no. and meaning that he didn't want to do the acting stuff. He didn't want to be put in that same thing. It wasn't a knock on those guys. He said, "Obviously, Rock makes way more money than he does and everything else," but he wanted to be that quote unquote serious actor. That he didn't want them to put him in that that box, you know, put him in that bubble and try to control him. Like, man, he, he is he's good in um, the hell's that awesome movie, Blade Runner. He's which is a small role, but really good. And like he's like, damn, like and he even looks different. He looks old, but like like man, great acting. He's awesome. He doesn't even have a speaking part. He's awesome in Bond Inspector. Just perfect in that role, henchman. But he does great and just his facial expressions, everything was great. And he's awesome in Guardians of the Galaxy, which might be possibly the biggest moneymaker of any movie we mentioned because you know obviously modern times inflation everything else i feel like guardians of the galaxy and being a part of the mcu and being a part of god uh, the the infinity war and all the avengers movies now so batista could be number one yeah there's some guys that cross over and you're like yeah i could see that like chris jericho Chris Jericho tried to make a run at Hollywood a couple of years ago. And it was like, yeah, I could see Jericho like crossing over. I could, I could see him doing something with some kind of a Hollywood movie. I didn't see it coming with Batista. Did you see it coming when, when he was just doing the wrestler thing? Like I did nope. not see Dave Batista becoming a, a huge movie star. No, definitely not. And I know Drax was like the perfect role, but He's great with the sarcasm and just the nailing the line. And so dry. Very dry humor. Yes. He was great. That's why I was like, man, I was like thinking about best actor. He's a better actor than The Rock. So just yeah. pure acting ability wise. He doesn't have the charisma or the, or the look or the, well, he's got the look, but just The Rock has that general presence, which outshines everybody. But man, Batista is great. And I've liked a bunch of movies that he's been in, whether small role or not. Yeah, and he's really good because he can play the serious part. Yes. Right? I mean, and and that's one of those things that there's so many pro wrestlers that get cast in these strange, goofy kind of bit parts, whereas Batista can go out there and put him in a grade-A drama. I think he'd be fantastic. He's a good actor. What about his cohort? What about John Cena? He's not a very good actor, let's be honest. But he's been put into some pretty big movies lately. I know he's doing a lot of different things. And uh, Peacemaker is going to be on his own TV show on HBO. And 
uh, a Suicide Squad. They're going to try to remake it after the first movie was trash. But the first one made more money. So, I mean, who, who knows? Who am I to say anything? But uh, John Cena, where does he rank on that list? Um, I, I've got him on my list, but he's he's down there quite a ways. Um, John Cena is really working at that making me not see John Cena thing. Right. I think he's I think he's showing a lot more range. I wish he was a little bit pickier with the roles that he takes. Like that's it, the one thing that I thought that he was falling off because he's been taking every role, like anything. Yeah. Doing. Yeah. And and I, I think when you look at a really, really good actor and you look at a great actor, the biggest difference is they have a really good agent who just gets them really good scripts. I mean, that, when I look at like, you know, somebody like Ben Affleck and John Cusack, if I see a John Cusack movie, I know that's going to be a good movie because all he yeah. makes are good movies. And um I'm trying to think if, if there's another like role that Cena kind of was, I was just trying to think of what, what it was. Oh, like the Experian commercials. It's not, it's funny. It's almost like not, he's like. Like when Hogan would do Rikard, Hogan's like the spokesman of Rikard. He's doing experience, like he's just an actor on the commercial. He's not like the spokesman. Right. So it's so it's weird. And then he does the Honda voiceovers, which is okay, but it's just like I don't know. Sometimes it's weird because I know Gene Hackman does like Home Depot or Ed Harris or whoever. I mean, they do voiceovers for stuff, but it just to me sometimes it came off like man, he's just taking any role. A wipeout he'll take, and this he'll take. Like he just will take anything. What's the difference between Tom Brady and Peyton Manning when it comes to the, their image and how they are portrayed? Uh, I feel like Tom Brady more protected, not as jokey, just known as a better football player and better in the clutch, I guess. Peyton Manning is the everyman. He drives a Buick, right? Mm, like he yeah, uses, he uses the same credit yep. card that you do. He eats at the same fast food restaurant you do. When you look at Tom Brady, he's endorsing things like Mercedes and yeah. Rolex. And he's kind of like MJF. He's better than you and he knows it. I'm right? shocked that Subway got him because that's, that's crazy. That seemed really out of place for him. It yep. really, but since he moved to Tampa, he's more laid back Tom. And let's face it. Come on, uh, Peyton Manning doesn't even hold a candle to Tom Brady. Oh no, not not even a not even a little one. Somebody was saying this too, and I forget who. It might have been Disco. Somebody was talking about because uh, they have a show on ESPN. Those two. This is completely off topic, but they have a show on ESPN with Eli and Peyton, mm -hmm. and he was saying that they they cover football, and that Peyton is very much like high strung. Like do it, do it, do it. And Eli's like sitting back in his chair, like. Yeah, let's. I guess if you want to do it that way, do it that way. Like he said, like you could tell, like that's the way they played football. And I was, I kind of thought about this myself. Like that's why Peyton wasn't that good in the playoffs, and probably why Eli was. You have to be in the regular season. You can't really be that relaxed. That's why he didn't make the playoffs as much. But once you get to the playoffs, I rather have that that Tom Tom Brady, very cool, relaxed Eli Manning. No, oh, through an interception. Okay, you threw a touchdown. Okay, like the no reaction. Peyton Manning, like very jumpy, very. Even in the pocket, his feet were always moving. Remember how how he was? He can't be like that always in the playoffs. No, he had that one good playoff run, but 14-13 career playoff record, pretty terrible overall. He's lucky he won it with the, with the Broncos. It's just it, I thought just really weird sidebar, but that is funny. Like to think of the personalities they are on TV is how they are playing football. It's it's funny because I view Brady very very differently than that. 
like really? to me brady is not cool calm and collected at all anything that i know about that guy he is much closer to kobe bryant he is cerebral i will outwork you i will watch more film than you i will know everything that you are going to do before you know that you are going to do it and i will just do it better than you like it's in, he did a documentary on facebook watch about a year maybe two years ago called tom versus time yes and it's just showing like the routines that brady puts himself through because let's face it he's not the most athletic guy he doesn't have the strongest arm nobody ever thought that he was gonna be an nfl starting quarterback let alone the greatest of all time that's why the combine is a joke (laughs) oh absolutely but i mean even his career at michigan was a joke yeah, him and Henson were, were battling it out. Henson right. nothing. Yeah. And and I mean I, I remember seeing Brady up there. I didn't see it. And now he's become like my favorite football player ever because he's he's so cerebral. It's insane. And people just keep giving him ammunition. They just keep talking about how washed up he is and how much he sucks. And he just saves all of that. I agree with what you're saying. He's definitely like Kobe in that aspect. But like the fact that there's two minutes left in the game or something, he's ice. Like he doesn't get rattled. Oh, yeah. Peyton Manning gets a very jumpy, very excited. Tom Brady's like, okay, two minutes. We're going to score. Like he's ve- he's very calm. But what the, the what you view as calm and cool and collected, I view as a cold blooded killer. Yeah, he's like Jordan, Kobe, that kind of. Yep. Yeah, he's just got that. I will outwork you. I will beat you because I'm better than you, and I yep. know it. Oh, he's the great. He's the greatest. Anytime you, especially in football, which I think is the hardest sport to win the, win the whole thing, anytime you call your own shots and bring in your own players, it's pretty insane. He's even Jordan didn't bring in his own players. He would say, yeah, I love Rodman or want this guy. Kerr is great, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, he literally was like, okay, Gronkowski, I want out of retirement. Fournette, I want to trade for him. Antonio Brown, Antonio get, literally Brown. get him off the scrap heap. Like, all these guys, it's so funny. And he's like, okay, we're going to win the title. Yeah. And and everybody's so high on the Rams right now. Brady's gonna yeah. get you. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna get, get you. Matt Stafford versus Tom Brady, NFC championship game. Tell you who my money's on. The Bucks aren't uh really firing on all cylinders right now. They don't defense, have to. defense isn't playing good. Brady's been carrying the team. Brady threw for four hundred yards this week. Four hundred yards. He's carrying them. Yep. The defense is awful. Yeah. So back to the, the topic at hand here. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned this guy. I'm actually shocked you haven't mentioned this guy. You love this guy. You think he's the best wrestler today. Tyler Breeze? No. No, no, no. The Miz. You know, I I was I'm so torn on the Miz, right? Because Carly and I actually discussed the Miz. Before I made my list, because I does the Miz qualify? Well, he was in all those uh, Marine movies. Yeah, but they weren't good. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, even yeah. like if you go back and you watch the real world, like Mike Mizanin is that character. Like right. he he is full on Miz mode the entire time he's on the real world. I almost feel like. The Miz was an actor who talked himself into being a wrestler so he could talk himself into being a better actor. And now he's doing reality TV. And I like I didn't I didn't put him on the list because I didn't think that he fit. Is he an ultimate 
overachiever? Is he the biggest overachiever of all time? I was talking with uh, Virtue from NoDQ.com yep. earlier today, and uh, he had made the comment in a chat that Roman Reigns was the best worker in the business today. And by worker, he meant as in, like, I'm working you. Okay? And I said, no. No. The Miz is the best worker today he has worked his way into a job at the wwe he has worked his way into being married to maurice he has worked his way into a hit reality tv show he worked his way into the main event of wrestlemania now he's working his way on dancing with the stars like that dude could sell ice to a freaking eskimo it's insane he's the, he's quite possibly the greatest overachiever since napoleon yeah, the Maurice thing, that, that's what gets me. I'm like, man. It's, it's insane. It's, when you look at that guy's career, it's like, how in the hell did that happen? Crazy. Another guy who probably isn't on the great actor list, but he's trying to become an actor. What about CM Punk? Did you watch him in Heels? Are you watching Heels? No, I don't have stars. Gotcha. I, I really enjoyed his character in heels. I, I was not a fan of the horror movie that he did here. A couple yeah, of years I've back. Seen parts of that. That's what I was kind of thinking of when I thought but, about him as an actor, but I thought he was really good in heels. I mean, because he's playing like, you know, a washed up seventies, eighties wrestler. Who's coming into a local territory, a local indie fed down South, and he's trying to put butts in the seats and, and he's way too delusional for thinking how over he actually is. And I mean, like, it, it's so great. It, it, it's just, it was perfect, but I don't think that he's necessarily that good of an actor because that horror movie just didn't do anything for me. But then again, most independent horror movies don't necessarily do a whole lot. There's a guy that you probably didn't think of that I was thinking of that was in a bunch of big time movies and he's done a lot of small time roles as well, but he's not small by any stature. Kevin Nash. What about Mr. Super Shredder? I did think a big sexy because I love me some TMNT two. Um, not bad boys too. It wasn't better than the original, but it was really, really good. I love big sexy as the super shredder. I thought it was fantastic and it just seemed like it fit. I absolutely thought Kevin Nash was going to make it in, into Hollywood. I mean, he's just yeah. got that look. He did a lot of small roles and like small time stuff. And I know he's in that awesome movie. What the hell is it? The Punisher years ago with mm -hmm. uh, Thomas Jane. He was played the Russian or whatever. Then another small role. He didn't talk much, but still it's like, man, like he kind of should have been in, I don't know, more promising or more, thought of roles or whatever just his look alone but he's got a little bit of acting chops yeah i always thought so too um i, I always thought that he would have made like a great badass surfer dude but then it occurred to me that he would tear his quad trying to get on surfboard <laughs> another guy i was thinking of and he's been in obviously universal soldier the return uh what is it that santa claus movie uh where he's like the villain santa claus basically uh bill goldberg and obviously he's done a lot of other stuff as well and he's all over tv he's all over the car channel but what about bill goldberg as an actor when we talk about guys like austin and i i just can't separate the wrestling character from whatever they're doing bill goldberg right. yeah yeah i mean he, he's just he's on that list i just can't do it he's goldberg every everything i see him in he's goldberg 
didn't even put him on my list. With Goldberg, obviously, you know, like you said, he definitely is one of those guys that you think of as Goldberg. What about another guy? Maybe you didn't have him on your list, but he's got a huge look or a huge presence. He's got a great look. He's been in a bunch of movies, usually as like a scary villain of some sort, almost like that Nash type, but he's in Mad Max. What about Nathan Jones? Ooh, that's a good one. I didn't even think of that. That is a good one. Hmm. I love Mad Max, too. Great movie. Yeah. No, it was really good. Really really cool villain, too, because you're like, oh, shit, this guy is pretty intimidating. Yeah, no, I didn't even think about Nathan Jones. That's a really, really good one. I know you've also watched Lonesome Dove a lot. What about Brett? Brett Hart. (laughs) I totally forgot that Lonesome Dove was even (laughs) a thing. Come on, that was huge. Come on. Yeah, it was huge, but it wasn't huge in the Midwest. (laughs) At least not in my home. You know, like it's just... I don't know. It, it was too sappy for my taste. Like, I wanted a little bit more Hitman, a little less Bret Hart. There is a great movie called The Devil's Rejects. Oh, yeah. If you've seen it. Great, great movie. And DDP is in it, and he plays an awesome role. He's basically like a, an assassin for hire. Or, you know, basically, yep. he's like a hitman. He's really, really awesome. What do you think about DDP as an actor? He's been in a bunch of movies, actually, but that always stuck out to me because I love that movie. And and it's so far removed from Diamond Dallas Page that like you can buy him inside of that role, right? Like, yeah, I, yeah. No, I I thought DDP was fantastic. He was one of the first ones that kind of came to mind, mostly because the, those Rob Zombie movies, House of a Thousand Corpses, Devils Rejects, love that stuff. House of a Thousand Corpses puts me in my happy place. What's that say about me, Paz? That is pretty crazy. I don't really like House of a Thousand Corpses that much. Really? Yeah. I, for some reason, I wasn't digging it. It was just I don't know, a little too weird, a little too out there for me. And then a Zombie said that Devil's Rejects, he said, I want you guys to pull a Costanza. I want you guys to do the opposite of everything you've ever done, <laughs> which is such a great, funny line. And, you know, they, they kind of, I mean, they're very similar, but they do kind of, I guess, play a little bit of the opposites. I just thought, like, Devil's Rejects was so much better. I just, like, speaking of sequels, I just like that one way more the sheriff is awesome in that william forsyth he's awesome in that role i thought he's gonna kill those m efforts but uh i don't know it's just good stuff good acting a bunch of good cameos like ddp um uh danny trejo or whatever like there's a bunch of good cameos uh, in that movie just real cool but i just i don't know i like devil's rejects more danny trejo man there's a guy if you want to look through a discography sometime holy crap the films that that guy has been in over the he years. He is way shorter than I would have imagined. I know like that's a weird thing, but he's a lot shorter than I thought. Like him standing but at he's the wide, so it so it works. He's like Jack, but yeah, he's definitely not as tall. It's like Tom Cruise. It's like I thought you were taller, but I guess yeah, Tom Cruise is like 5'1", five, 5'2", five, something like that. Yeah, that's like I thought we thought these guys were tall. Like Sylvester Stallone's not that tall either. He's only like 5'7", right? Sylvester Stallone? Yeah. Not that big. Not like Arnold be walking around at 6'3", or something. You know? Right. Some of these guys are a lot smaller. Absolute monster. There's still one name inside of my top four that you haven't found yet, Paz. Who is Hi. it? George the Animal Steel for Ed Wood. I've got him at oh. number five. Get out of here. I almost got it. Damn I've me. got him at number five. I, and that's one that I kind of had forgotten about until we were doing the research for, for this show. Because, like, He's not George the Animal Steel in any way, shape, or form in that movie. Like, I don't think of him as George the Animal Steel. 
that's true very true it's almost like wow that that is him that's so free it's freaky yeah yeah it's weird um it's kind of like the batista thing the first time you see him in guardians and you're like is that yep. freaking dave batista holy it's, shit that's dave batista which i think is an ultimate compliment to those guys yeah absolutely absolutely is it tyler main who plays Sabretooth? is it him no it's big not, big sky not, not him no not not him who else is you got it, on your list bob sap Oh, I'm so disappointed in you, Paz. Come on. Come on. There's an obvious one out there, man. The Big Show. Oh, God, no. What? Captain Insano. Oh. Yeah. Big Show? Show? No? Nothing? No. No. Randy Orton for the Marine? No. Come on, Paz. You're getting closer when you say Randy Orton, though. Shawn I mean, Michaels. Shawn I Michaels. would think that you know him, Paz. Kane? Freaking Edge, dude! Edge, uh, Adam Copeland. I, what are you doing? Damn it! How how are we fifty minutes into the show and nobody has said Adam Copeland yet? What has he been in that's like memorable or good? Well, I mean that that Viking show number one. I never was, saw that, but I've heard rave reviews of that. He's it. he's absolutely incredible. The first movie that I remember seeing him in was Highlander Endgame. I don't even remember him being in it. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's like wow. very young Edge too, right? He gets his freaking head chopped off because he was a freaking immortal. Um, I thought that was awesome. Um, and then he did like that buddy cop show for a little while that was like on sci-fi. That was pretty decent. I mean, I just, I think Edge, and we've really seen it since he has come back. He is the best actor in professional wrestling right now. I firmly believe that. Like the facial expressions, the the vocal cadence, the emotion that he speaks with, like you believe whatever Edge is talking about. And that's because he went to all the acting classes and he he actually became an actor. I think he's really freaking good. So Shawn Michaels wasn't on the list or Triple H? Those weren't the guys? Triple H, uh, number yeah. 14 uh, on my list. Uh, and that's where it ends. So Kane got ignored. Yeah, no. It, I'm so, okay. If all you made were WWE films, you don't qualify for my list. Wasn't Cino Evil a WWE film? The was it? I thought I it don't. Was. Oh, it must they, have been. It had to have been. It had to have been because I think they created a book around it too, didn't they? Didn't they package it and do all this other stuff with it? Well, and I I know they promoted the ever loving hmm. hell out of it because of May nineteenth. It, it no, it was it was WB film because that awesome storyline. Yep, that every May nineteenth is literally yep. stuck in my head forever. Me and my friends always go, "What's the deal with May 19th? Remember, Big Show came out and possibly was drunk and possibly didn't know he was supposed to come out at that point. He was all disheveled, his and everything was off. Yes, yes. Somebody it's, was saying to me that great Big that, Show that, moments. Somebody was saying to me that was a work that Big Show was working everybody pretending he was drunk. I said I think that he didn't know that he was supposed to go out. That's what it looked like. Because he's like, what's the deal? May 19th, his hair is all over. His boot wasn't even tied. His like pants were all like, he either took a nap and fell asleep or didn't know that he was supposed to be up at that point. Because I'm telling you, that is a hilarious Big Show moment. I love that moment. Funny enough, Scott Hall would go on to reenact that entire scene. Oh. Damn. Ouch. Roman Reigns was in one of the uh, Fast and Furious movies, wasn't he? He or was in Hobbs and Shaw. Shaw. Yeah, which was the the spinoff, and it sure sounds like he's actually been cast for the sequel 
to Hobbs and Shaw because now the spinoffs are even getting sequels inside of the Fast and Furious universe. Right? How long are they going to have Roman Reigns? How long until Roman goes full on Hollywood and follows Dwayne? Damn, that would suck. He is the best wrestler they have by far. It's not even close. But and I mean, he, don't and you I see think, that? Yeah, don't you see unfortunately, that? yeah. Because even now what he's doing behind the scenes, he's doing a lot of acting. You know what I mean? He's doing a lot of soap opera, episodic yep. storytelling, but it's really his acting. And he's getting everyone always says, oh, he's so lucky to have Heyman. He's carrying Heyman a lot of these scenes. I think he's the glue guy in a lot of this stuff with, with Paul and his and his uh, cousins, the Usos. But, man, I hope they don't lose him because he's the best thing to go. And he's the best wrestler in the world right now. I don't well, know if you agree or disagree. but I disagree, but, you know. That's, Whoa. But I, it's debatable. All around, who's better? Shingo Takagi. But promos, I, I would I, I would put, well, it's hard to compare storylines between Japanese professional wrestling and, and Western much different, much, wrestling. Much different, much yeah. different. Very, very different no, presentation. No so probably involved over there. No, no. Um, I but but I feel like Shingo is is number one. I, I think you could also make a case for Siri over in stardom. I mean, she has just been on fire for the entire year. Like I, all she does is go out and have like four, four and a half. Is she on NXT matches. at no, all? No. She was oh, I thought NXT was trying to sign her. She uh, she actually just won the uh, stardom five star grand prix. She's a former legit UFC fighter. I mean, like she is something else. It's a matter of how long she wants to stick out in inside of the business. Her and Utami Haya Shita are going to just freaking tear that place apart at the end of December for, for their red belt match. Um, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I think Roman is clicking on all cylinders right now. Uh, my problems with Roman are strictly inside of the ring. You know, I, I just want more from my top guys. But that said, when I look at Roman Reigns right now, it just seems like a foregone conclusion to me. The, the problem with Roman Reigns has always been he doesn't love professional wrestling. Professional wrestling was the backup plan because he didn't make it into the NFL. When he left that, he, he went and he was doing like the furniture shopping thing. And then he just, he finally kind of said, okay, I'll get into the family business. He even told Sam Roberts a few years ago, I just do what I'm told and hope to get rich. Like, I don't feel like Roman Reigns loves professional wrestling. And I think when that opportunity is there for him to make that jump, He's not going to hesitate like Cena did and just wait it out for, oh, I'll give you another five years. Uh, I'll, I'll give you another five years. I, I think Roman's gone. What about some other names just to kind of top it off? Not that they would make top of my list, but just names that I just wrote down sparingly. Kurt Angle, Mark Henry, the amazing, awesome Kong, and Ronda Rousey. I don't know if you had anybody else on your list that we forgot. Awesome Kong is a name that should have been on my list that I didn't think about. Um, I One that I, I did put honorable mention for is oh. the entire cast of Lucha Underground. Because that show, while it was a wrestling TV show, it was shot more like a TV show than it was a professional wrestling show. And I, I think everybody that was involved with that deserves all the love in the world. There is... Two other guys that I had on my list, and I made reference to them earlier, pause. Kaiju Mono. Have you seen Kaiju Mono starring Kota Ibushi and Minoru Suzuki? No. No idea what that is. 
So Kaiju Mono is kind of like the They Live, but for Japan. Like it was shot to be a bad 70s B movie, right? I like that. Okay. I like that. And it's Kota Ibushi versus a Kaiju, which is like Godzilla. So you have Kota Ibushi fighting against Godzilla for most of the movie. And when Kota Ibushi, he just can't get it done. He can't take down the mighty Kaiju. So they have to give him Ceramex. <laughs> and Ceramex turns him into Minoru Suzuki. And you get Minoru Suzuki versus Godzilla. And it's the greatest thing in the history of all film. I recommend everybody go to Amazon right now and buy it. It's the best $15 that you will ever spend for a Blu-ray. Kaiju Mono starring Kota Ibushi and Minoru Suzuki. Um, Never heard of it. Got to be honest. Never saw it. But it sounds interesting. Great stuff. And now keep in mind, it's one of those movies that's designed to be awful, right? I mean, like the, the whole plot line, it's Kota Ibushi. It, it, it's just almost Sharknado territory, but done better than that. So as we wind it down here, let's find the finish. Who is the best actor of the bunch? I, I have a really hard time going with anybody other than Lenny Montana at this point. Pause. Wow. Oh, my I God. Mean, wow. Well, I mean, Godfather? Godfather Part 2? Yeah, knowing that that's him now, I'm like, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's oh really God. hard to make a case for anybody else, right? I mean, damn. But other than that, <laughs> other than that, I guess I will go with Dave Batista. Damn. See, I for sure thought you were going to say The Rock because he's made the most money. He's worth the most money. He's he's done the biggest films. Well, maybe not the biggest, but he's been doing you know his thing. He's definitely number one actor. But well, to we me, said best. Who is the best? And I think Batista's a better actor than Dwayne. See, that's where I thought I was going to get you this week, Dan. But we're going to end up agreeing because to me, every and every time I see him in a role even if it's like that movie with RVD I know you kind of get lost in the little bit cuz he's such a good actor you sh and you're shocked by it but to yeah. me I was going to say the best actor not it doesn't have to be the biggest cuz he's the biggest obviously the rock in in a blow away but best you got to say best it's got to be Dave Batista I think he is the best actor of the bunch I got to go Dave although I'm telling you after you see my dad is a heel wrestler starring Hiroshi mm. Tanahashi we might be having this conversation again. So with that, it's funny because you think it's like The Rock, definitely you think of a great actor. Hogan, very memorable roles, but obviously he's Hulkster and the TV shows and stuff. You, you just think of Hogan. He, he's done mainstream stuff, Jason. Excuse me. All right. Easier said that than done there. But uh, Jesse Ventura, obviously very mainstream, did some stuff. Rowdy Roddy Piper has. Terry Funk has, Steve Austin's done some stuff, Batista, Cena, uh, Andre the Giant, of course, Macho Man Randy Savage, of course. So wrestlers really have done a lot of things in acting. I feel like a lot of times it goes hand in hand. A lot of times it doesn't go hand in hand. It almost works against the wrestler. But yeah, we've we, we named about 25 names here of guys that were you know, wrestlers that became actors or just did acting gigs in general. And they range from starring roles to cameos. So it's just crazy to think that wrestling has that much of an impact on pop culture and mainstream. I think I would even put Andre in front of Dwayne. 
I mean, when, when, when you watch The Princess Bride, you know that is Andre the Giant. But he is so good in that role. And the movie is so good that you forget about it being Andre the Giant. And I think that to, to not be Andre the Giant for an hour and a half was just incredible. Yep. I agree. But it's Lenny Montana. Lenny Montana is the answer. Hmm. Go watch yeah. the freaking Godfather, man! How do you how do you go wrong? The Zebra I, Kid for the win! I just, I so funny. I didn't, I don't know why or how. I didn't know that and didn't put two and two together on that one. That one's crazy. Godfather one and two are awesome. Godfather three, I don't even not know if so he's much. in that, but for, forget about that one. Yeah, not yeah. so much. But one and two, man. I mean, yeah. Have you ever seen when they put the Godfathers all together? Have you ever seen that? I've heard about it, but I've never AMC did it. I never watched it, but somebody said they put them all together in chronological order and it's like 10 hours or whatever. I was like, yeah, oh, wow, that's it, it would be so long. So long. I saw uh, somebody did that with the movie Memento once. Oh, yes. I have a special DVD together. version and I couldn't figure out, I guess, where on the DVD, but supposedly there was a version of the DVD where you play it and it plays it in order rather than backwards. Okay, so the the deal with that specific DVD, I am aware of this, and it is the coolest thing ever because you have to like push in the special codes, and you can get like just the black and white. You can yep. get just the color. Yep. You it's can get weird. It all crazy, going yeah. forward. Get it all going backward. There's like seven different versions of the freaking film, ladies and gentlemen. If you've never seen Memento, do yourself a favor. I'm sure you can get it for like five bucks at Walmart. Uh, I was just thinking of Memento just in general, like one of my top five greatest movies. I love Memento. It's got, got to throw it in there. Yeah. Memento, Usual Suspects, probably number one by far. I don't, nothing comes close to it. I just love that movie. But Memento's awesome. L.A. Confidential is awesome. Uh, Apocalypse Now is awesome. Ooh. I know I'm, naming, I'm about to name more than five, but Big Lebowski is awesome. Yes. You know, I'm ordained in the Church of Dudism. <laughs> True Dude, story. Yeah. I got nice. the plaque right there. Nice. I always tell people that they're out of their element and they don't get it. You're out of your Shut element. Fuck Donnie. up, Donnie. You're out of your element. Um, I said near the In and Out Burger. Oh, New shit has come to light, <laughs> man. I think Walter is the best in that movie. Though. Yes. I said near the In and Out Burger. Uh, I love that movie. Uh, also, old school. I don't know if you've seen it. Casablanca is awesome. Casablanca is the greatest movie ever made, hands awesome. down. Like, period. That, and nobody will ever change my mind. That is my favorite movie of all time. Um, Ooh, Gone with the Wind nice. is up there. Yep, yep. Uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, I Excellent. would put up there. I mean, Nicholson back in that day, just absolutely fantastic. Psycho is right up there. Um, if you're looking for something in a more modern context, the, really the entire Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy through like when Bane breaks Bruce's back halfway through the third movie. Everything up until then, fantastic. Yes. yes. As far as this week, we are done. Best actor. We kind of both are saying Zebra Kid is amazing, but Batista is probably the best actor amongst them all. But let's head to the plugs. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Two Man Power Trip. Check out the website, tmptempire.com. And of course, Patreon, patreon.com slash TNT Empire. Jargo, what do you got? 
If you have video footage of the zebra kid in the ring, send it to my Twitter at not Jargo. I want to see Lenny Montana in a professional wrestling ring. This will become my new obsession over the course of the next week. I'm quite certain of that. Cause there's got it. We got YouTube, man. It's gotta be out there. The zebra kid, like was he under a mask? I want to see him under like a zebra mask. I think that'd be <laughs> incredible. Yes. Uh, I also haven't slept in like 28 hours. So yeah. if I'm a little delusional at this point. Hey, it's all good. Just write it up to the good smoke. It's all good. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you right back here next week for a little bit of Who Is? See you next week, folks. This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the two-man power trip of wrestling. You could follow us on Instagram and Twitter at two-man power trip. You could check us out on Facebook. You could subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash tmptempire to become a patron and also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Two-man power trip where the power lies, brother.